Hello and welcome back to the California Work Comp Report. It's Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. We're getting a little wild today as we look at Work Comp Report writing as a safari. Dr. John Alchemy is here to give you, the listener, and me, Corey Olson, some helpful ways of thinking about the workers' comp report as we view it in its natural habitat, the wild world of work comp. Okay, welcome back. We are in the studio once again. It is uh, me, Corey Olson, and I'm here with Dr. John Alchemy. How are you tonight, John? Hey, Corey. It's always good to be back on the podcast. It's wonderful. Um, we are Today's topic, we're talking about rating data in the wild, and we're going to get a little wild with it today as we make a little bit of metaphors and a bit of simile and everything uh making rate making rate fast and workers compensation relatable in the sense of a safari if you will so to ask the first question that we have today john how is work comp impairment data like a safari or an observation of animals in the wild well it's an interesting it's an interesting concept, and really back when is. I started, back when I started RateFast, you know, I, th- I thought I was um, a, a doctor of medicine. But as RateFast started, I, I um, quickly learned I was becoming a doctor of data, uh, yes. more so. And and when you look at impairment ratings um, when they come in in all shapes and flavors, um, it's very much like um, you know going out on a safari and seeing some animal running in the wild and whether it's um, a lion or a gazelle or a giraffe, um, we can kind of think of those as body parts um, right. running and, around on the savannah. Yeah, and we <laughs> and, and we, <laughs> we we look at uh, work comp more uh, from a data point of view than a lot of other fields because of the fact that more data needs to be taken with work comp than with just say if you were kind of a general practitioner or something, because you need all of these measurements and data and everything to share with the insurance company, the employer. So there is a lot more data to be had if you're working with workers' compensation than than any other, most other medical fields, I would say. So that's, that's I think that's what we were getting at by, by it being a doctor of data or you being a doctor of data. <laughs> well, it's, it is, it is. And and when we're out there in the safari looking um, at those uh, low back exams or shoulder exams or knee exams, um, I'm, I'm really there kind of uh, eyeing up um, the animal, if you mm-hmm. will, um, that is the body part. Yeah. And and I know um, after doing this and you know working with our data tools as long as I have, I know what a, a, a perfect knee looks like and a perfect low back um, mm-hmm. or an elbow. But rarely um, does it come to us as perfect. And so I need to make an assessment when I see the report and I need to do a survey, Um, just like if you take out the binoculars and you're looking at something at 100 yards, you know, how how healthy is this animal? How how quickly um, is it running? And, you know, and and what kind of specimen is it going to be um, when we deliver that report and that impairment value? And I don't think a lot of people really think of um, work comp impairment reports in this way. So it's it's fun to talk about it. And there are a lot of great analogies. There's there's a lot of things that are day to day that can be made a lot better if you just put a metaphor to it. If you think about it in a kind of a different different way kind of add put on the the Steve Irwin outfit when you're when you're going to take data so how do you identify data and what things does rate fast look for in a data set 
Well, a couple of things we look for um, are, are, are basic concepts, such as a history, a functional loss, um, gross details of measurements, um, the types of measurements we're getting. Is it range of motion? Is it strength? Is it neurologic? Um, how much diagnostic tests um, do we have with the data set? Um, is there a pre-existing condition? And and all of the things um, in between. And so what we're doing is we're doing a, a first survey or a look at it. And we're really um, looking for completeness or the integrity of the data. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing we look for is data, data internal consistency. Um, and if there's one thing that um, a judge is going to look at when he or she is determining the accuracy of a rating, is making sure that the rating has the same consistent flavor um, all the way through, mm-hmm. meaning you don't want um, an exam that is has, has an incorrectly taken history or the doctor has not correctly adjusted the pain. Uh, for instance, um, the patient comes in and they tell the doctor, you know, my pain's 10 out of 10. I can't do anything at home. If the physical exam is showing, you know, entirely normal motion, um, no findings consistent with pain. You know, the MRI is normal. Um, the work status is full duty. And, you know, and, and so it's those kind of inconsistencies that raise eyebrows um, for the judge. And and to the listeners, I want them to know that, you know, there, there are many stakeholders who are requesting rate fast reports. It could be an insurance company. It could be an attorney. could be the injured worker or the primary right. treater. Yeah. And, and unfortunately, the way that impairment ratings are done, again, my opinion, is that impairment ratings are often written to tailor to the needs of the requesting party. So um, if it's a, a defense attorney, um, the impairment rating might have a different outcome than if it's an applicant attorney versus an, umbra, an upra, unrepresented individual, and it's just their primary treater doing it. Um, so and that's part of the problem that we fight against in RateFast. And one of the things we constantly want to want to talk about is that the impairment ratings really need to be reflective of the data and not who's requesting them. Um, and, right. and so, so we have to have this internal consistency and it's got to read like a play. Um, it has to, you know, have good transitions to different parts of the report. And of course the summary, um, or the climax of the story has to be consistent with, um, the characters within the report, um, that we see. So it all has to fit together. And if it doesn't fit together, it's not going to work. And, and, um, the judges are pretty good about picking up on that because they don't claim to be impairment rating experts, but they do have to um, be experts in making sure that a claim has a proper settlement and that the individual worker is going to have appropriate benefits. I mean, that's really the judge's job boiled down and, and they don't get into always the details and the nuances of the rating um, as you know, the impairment raters do, but, but the story needs to make sense. Right. If you're, if you're tailoring something to a certain stakeholder and they accept it, but then a judge looks at it and then it gets all disputed and everything, you're really not saving any time. That's a, a, yeah, it's a, it's a, um, it's an unfortunate truth. And also, you know, for more about this information, we have our, our blog post on uh, uh, blog.rate-fast.com about institutional bias, where we talk about 
what stakeholders expect to see and how, as you say, impairment reports are written to be tailored to what that stakeholder expects to see. And, uh, you know, just like we're saying here, why that's a bad thing, why it's not really a good thing to do, even though it seems like it'll be saving you time. So what, John, is the data tagging and tracking process? Uh, what does that look like? Data tagging and tracking, as, as far as I know, um, before RateFast came on the scene, was non-existent. And um, we had talked about RateFast um, obtaining its first patent um, in early October of this mm -hmm. year. And within that patent, um, if you read it, there is a method um, that has been um, patented and described uh, called the variable thread analytic computation. It's, it's a fancy term, mm -hmm. but basically all it means is that data in a report is identified for a particular aspect, um, let's say motor strength or range of motion or uh, arthritis found on uh, severity of an x-ray. Right. And these, these pieces of data are tagged um, according to where they belong in the impairment report. They're placed in different silos, but what's different about it is as they travel down toward the ultimate result, which is whole person impairment, they're internally checked and play off one another um, in horizontal. So if you if you think of a line coming straight down from the top of the ceiling to the floor, and you see four or five of those threads, some of its history, some of its physical exam, diagnostic tests, um, surgeries, whatever, there are horizontal lines connecting these pieces of data. And what it's doing is it's actually validating or invalidating pieces of data um, that move them on to the next step. Because one of the problems with the AMA guides is that it has so much layered logic in yes, it that, yes. you know, to try to do this um, on your own, it's like trying to run down a cheetah by yourself. Yes. You know? <laughs> Which is, they, right. you, you won't win. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. And it's very depressing and you, you, <laughs> you almost always lose. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And, and these are the things that make doctors hate doing impairment reports and talking about them. And, you know, and it's just easier to go see the next patient than to worry about it. But, um, but RateFast is here. And with the variable thread logic, um, the, the data is actually being triple, you know, um, quadruple analyzed and validated and adjusted and put into um, uh, an appearance that will support the findings, um, even if the data is not perfect. And let me just point out here to the listeners, the data is never perfect when it comes in. You know, there, there, there is a theoretical concept as a perfect data set, but um, I haven't seen it come in out of the wild. And I haven't seen, you know, that, that perfect um, cheetah running across the horizon. Um, I've seen something near that. And sometimes I see three-legged and two-legged cheetahs yes. <laughs> because they're missing a lot of data um but, but much in general, yeah but but in general um you know we we have this like perfect concept um and we just take the data and we compare it to that and we work with the data that's available because every rating has to come out with a rating value and it's just not realistic to tell doctors to keep going back and do it over and over again. They're missing this, they're missing that. 
Um, just the coordination of getting a patient into the clinic for an impairment exam is challenging. Yes. And to, to try to coordinate all that back because, you know, someone was unhappy that this wasn't included in the data set or that wasn't included. And often these people that are making these demands don't really even understand all the data that should be there anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the point is that we, we are trying to come up with a system that will create an accurate reflection of the loss of the injured worker. So the case can just be settled and move forward and do it fairly and do it on the best information we have, because some of these some of these patients may never get examined again. Um, they move, they don't want to show up, they've got another job, um, they've given up, um, you know, whatever the reason is. So you kind of get one shot at this. And, and you have to make it the, the best report that it can be. And that's what RateFast does when it puts all of this data through the filters. RateFast, RateFast can definitely outpace that cheetah. We've proven <laughs> it many times. <laughs> um, so what is the concept of data rehabilitation? Well, it's just like it sounds. Um, we're given a, a piece of information or think of it as an injured animal out there mm-hmm. on the safari right. and um, it wants again. to be healthy but mm-hmm. it just can't yeah there's a missing piece of information or like let's say that there are four planes of motion on a low back you know flexion and extension and side bending um but maybe um maybe i'm not given degrees of motion maybe i'm given a comment more like mild loss or 20 percent of normal mm-hmm. or um uh, mostly normal or near normal. I get I get that stuff all the time. And that is data that has to be rehabilitated into a usable value that can be applied to a table in a believable way. Right. Um, right. So, so in that sense, we're we're taking data and we're rehabilitating it. And sometimes the rehabilitation um, comes from within the report. For example, sometimes there isn't a great review of the activities of daily living, which are you know the, the core of an impairment report and its validity. Mm-hmm. However, the doctors put in some work restrictions, um, cannot stand more than 10 minutes, cannot lift more than 10 pounds. And these are the kind of things that we use to augment or replace some of the missing data. So at least when when someone is reading the report, they're like, hmm, you know, the the patient and the subjective really didn't say they could do any lifting, but clearly a medical determination has been made by their treater and they're prevented from lifting more than 15 pounds. So we know that their activities of daily have you know, some, some breaks in it and things that they can't do. So that's just an example of um, some of the data rehabilitation we do, or sometimes, sometimes there's a formula um, that will calculate um, uh, itself based on other data, but the measurement wasn't um, done in all four dimensions and they only did it in two dimensions. And so, you know, then we have to then we have to do some back cal- calculations and do some estimates, and sometimes that's the best we can do. And and the point here um, is is to let the reader know that we have rigorously looked at this data, and we've come up with the best and most accurate reflection of the loss 
so this case can get settled. Because remember, unsettled cases uh, takes us back to the days in our podcast of Dante's Inferno. Yes. And we really have to get people out of those circles. We would much rather be in a safari than be in hell. I think so. It yeah. sounds like a general, yeah, it's, you know, you can kind of leave the ride if you, you know, you can kind of drive out of there if you want, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I think about this when we're talking about it, because we have the the workers' compensation field where prior to RateFast, there were attempts to make things as good as possible, I guess you can say, but nothing that really stuck. And it reminds me of thinking about what life was like for for what life is currently like for animals out in the wild and what life was like for humans before the advent of modern medicine. You get injured out in the wild or something and, and you're more or less done for it. You know, if the if the injury is bad enough, there's nothing, there's no antibiotics, there's nothing that can really rehabilitate you. You know, you've got a broken limb, that's it, you know. Uh, yeah. And so with the with the way that we're able to sort of harness and 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 work with the data that's there, there is a there is an opportunity for rehabilitation similar to the advent of modern medicine in man. So we're really we, we're we're taking sort of a meta a step back and looking at the meta of medical with, a, with through a medical lens. So that said, how um how can data be repaired or augmented to have a value added, uh, uh, adding, contributing to the results? Well, data um, has to be able to, like I said, be consistent throughout the report. And and you have to get a flavor format um, on, on how it's described and how they term what they can and can't do. And that has to be matched up um, with the what I call hard and soft measurements. So a hard measurement might be something like, again, in, in a plane of data, maybe that's um, 70 degrees of flexion or 75, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the back, um, maybe an extension, they say 80% normal. And this is just a really simple example. Um, but if they're saying 80% normal, we obviously take 0.8 and multiply it by, um, uh, you know, by the maximum value. Mm-hmm. But but then we go a bit further because now we've created um, a specific degree value. And in, for instance, um, some of the ratings in lumbar spine talk about asymmetric motion. And now we have two degrees to compare and compare that against the expected normals. And then we can tell if they're off by more than 10% or if they're dissimilar or if this ultimately does really support or equal asymmetric motion. So on a report where there's 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 mixed data or what I sometimes term as natural language data, like when someone says uh, minor loss um, or uses just more of a descriptive term. Yeah. Those all need to be converted into the same type of uh, value or the same language. They need to be converted into um, degrees of motion somehow so they can be compared and rated. Something that's uh, uh, compatible with the AMA guides. Yeah, well, everything needs to be turned into apples for apples, you know, and you're given a couple of bananas. um, Here's an orange over here and a cluster of grapes. um, You know, make make me an impairment rating out of that. And that's that's what happens to us. And I want to break in and and say that, you know, we're happy to do this um, and it has to be done um, again because the the ratings need to be done. And the issue is um, 
beating doctors up and getting upset at them because they didn't do the measurements exactly to the you know spec of the AMA guides is not really helping anyone out. Hey, um, listen, if if you're beating doctors up, we at Rape Fast are going to come find you too. <laughs> we look out for our own. Well, the, the, the issue is, and anyone who's tried to get a rating out of a doctor knows this, is that doctors don't like to do them. And they don't like to do them for multiple reasons, the least of which is getting a letter complaining that, you know, the the report is unusable. And some sections of the report might be unusable. But when when you can have a system that repairs data and that can rehabilitate it and put it into a, a usable format and come out with, again with a number that is a reasonable um, uh, description of the functional loss that can be used to settle the claim, suddenly you're not beating the doctor up and the doctors aren't becoming um, resistant. And we're not on your trail anymore. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean that people can't get better with their exams. And I, I, I detail clients all the time on how to take a good history. What does a good physical look like, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but that takes time. And, and if you can set a doctor's mind at ease that look, do your usual physical exam, you know, do your history, you know, your history, it could be a little stronger if you do this, but, but trying to do it in a positive way rather than you're really bad, this report is unusable, you know, forget it. All we've done is we've lost another doctor and we've set the whole system back and made access to impairment rating even more difficult. And that's not really what we want to do at RateFast. We, we want to elevate people and doctors to the best level that we can as they're continually trying to improve themselves and getting impairment reports that can be settled and signed off by a judge. I mean, that's the end of the day and get the benefits, get the benefits done. People right. move on with their lives. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So- you know, we, we've talked about what it's like to have all different amounts of degrees of completion when we're talking about the kind of data that comes in for rehabilitation and stuff. But how low, you know, I guess we could say low resolution of a data set can be salvaged or repaired. Yeah, and this this is really kind of back on the safari theme. How injured can an animal be and still get to the water hole at night? Right. Um, you right. know. And when we talk about um, low data sets or low um, data integrity sets, that's something that RateFast has really pioneered. And I think it's something that's totally catching on in the marketplace, in the industry, and something that no one ever thought about before RateFast showed up. So the issue is if RateFast knows what a perfect report looks like. It knows how many pieces of data need to be there. It needs to know, it knows the quality and the way they need to be taken to be perfect. Um, that that being said, the RateFast platform can tell you, and in every RateFast report, there's something called the integrity score. And it's a number between zero and a hundred. So for instance, if I were turning in um, a request to be rated at RateFast and I turned in a blank sheet and said, rate that, there's no body part. There's no comment. It's just a total white sheet. That's 0% integrity. Right. There's just nothing there. Right. Um, if I spent 45 minutes um, to an hour taking the measurements and completed every single you know perfect thing to the nearest degree, 
I did three measurements. I took it, you know, 10% off the mean. Um, I validated it with straight leg raising to the nearest degree and sacral flexion and extension measurements. And I did flexion extension at every level of the lumbar spine on x-ray and calculated the degrees. Um, if I did all of that, that would be 100%. Yes. But but that's not where most of the animals live on the safari. They they mostly live somewhere in the middle to the low third. Because nature nature is a is a un uh, what's the word I'm looking for an un uh, unjudging force. You know, it, it kind of just does whatever it does, and so nothing's ever going to be a hundred percent. It's always going to be varying degrees of rehabilitation that that may be necessary. You know, so. Well, people need to jump into the stream of impairment rating at some point in their in their talent or yeah. in some point in their experience. Yeah. And, you know, some people, um, you know, are are better at taking a history than a physical exam and vice versa. Or some people include more details of the diagnostic tests than others. So, I mean, people really have sort of their strengths or their weaknesses um, and impairment rating over time. If you look at a doctor's pattern is a little bit like a thumbprint meaning, um, you know, this doctor sort of has a signature in the way they take their history and the way they do their physical exam um, and how they refer to, you know, strengths or reflexes and these kind of things. And it's it's really quite interesting mm -hmm. um, to, to, to see that. And a lot of doctors evolve and they get better, but only because they're given feedback on what to improve. And, and so part of the Rate Fast mission is not only to create the best impairment rating we can on the information we're given, but to try to give feedback to the groups of doctors that are generating the data set and helping them um, within reason, um, you know, include things that are simple, but very valuable to a rating and, and making them better. And that's why it's really important. We, we do a lot of videos on, you know, accuracy and what, you know, makes a good exam or a good back exam. And it's just really a process. So, um, so those are the main things that that we're out there to do. We're out there to to generate the best report we can, and we're out there to support the clinicians in doing a better job and the best job that they can at where right. they are in their career and their experience. Now, the question was, how low can a data set go? Um, and and I've seen cases of data sets in the neighborhood of 30, 35. Um, get approved and settled. And the reason that data sets that low can get passed or get signed off on is again, it all goes back to the consistency and the flavor of the subjective matching the objective findings and matching the ADLs and being consistent with work function and limitations mm -hmm. um, and future care. So, so it just goes to show um, that the script is important but as long as the story is consistent from section to section, that um, a, a report of low data, but but a high consistency of the subjectives to the objectives, that's um, it's possible. And these cases get solved. And it kind of takes me back. I had a friend who was a dentist and said, look, you can have really bad um, dental work done. But if you do a good job on, you know, your flossing and your brushing, it's going to last a long time. Or you could have the best dental job done, have your filling done or your crown done, but you don't brush your teeth and you don't floss. Yeah. And 
that's not going to last very long at all. Yet yeah. you had the best dental repair done. And so, you know, impairment ratings are kind of like that. Um, you know, we, we get variance in the quality of the data that we get, but we have to put together the story and the story has to be collaborated. And so when, when you're looking at a rate fast report, we're going to be the first ones to say this data is not perfect. And you're going to have disclaimers where the rating was weak and you're going to have areas of incompleteness. And at the end of the day, you're going to have that integrity score called out. And it's, it's not about rate fast saying if this is a great report or a bad report, right? It's just about rate fast saying, what did we have to work with right. and how much was here? Right. And then let the stakeholders decide how do we need to repair this or do we even need to repair it? You know, can we move? Is it good enough to move on from here? And often it is, yes. but, but a lot of it has to do with the formatting and the disclaimers, because if everyone's disclaimed and everyone's good with it, fine you know, it can move forward. But, you know, if someone's unhappy, that's fine too, you know, and that needs to be remedied. But at least people are all looking at the same table set, if you will, instead of, you know, everyone looking at a different piece of the report and saying, well, you know, I don't like it because of this. Fine. You know, we know it's not perfect. Mm -hmm. And in fact, it's almost never perfect. So let's move on from that and figure out if the consistency here is enough that everyone can agree that that this is a report that's been adequately described. So what does a healthy wild data set look like to the RateFast patented patented algorithm? I say that I say the patented with a with, with a gusto due to our recent patenting. <laughs> so Right. So think of the RateFast algorithm as going through a grocery store and it's got a shopping list and it's going to go down every single aisle and it's going to see if that ingredient is there for the rating. And it's and, a big meal we're cooking. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's a complicated dish yes. you know, under, yeah. under most, <laughs> under best circumstances. Right. So we're heading down the aisle, you know, you got your paprika, um, you know, we want, um, you know, I don't know, organic, uh, you know, hand ground flour, you know, all right. this stuff. Celery salt, um, a little bit of a Worcestershire, <laughs> Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's That's dinner right. time. I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, it's, it's looking for things like what's your pain score? Does the pain score adequately reflect the ADL loss? Um, is the pain score a specific number or is it a range? And is the pain described as constant or frequent or frequent to constant? You know, all of these different um, variables um, that can be rated. Were all 34 ADLs interviewed, you know, or did they only talk about 12? Right. Or did they use a term such as some ADLs limited instead of saying, you know, eight out of 34 ADLs limited? Right. Um, the measurement of the spine, was it a visual estimate? Did it say normal in all planes? Um, you know, what what did it say? And so so the the algorithm as we go through it is interrogating and querying, if you will, the report from top to bottom. And it does it in a way that follows the way that exams are done. It goes through the history, it goes through the ADLs, it goes through the past medical history. And all the while, it's looking at everything. It's looking at everything at the same time, which makes it a really, really unique and superhuman 
tool um, for impairment rating because it's it's accepting all of this data in and it's parsing it out. This could be used for apportionment. This is going to be used for rating if this particular method is done. Um, you know, is there stenosis that's you know resulting in um, in radiculopathy? That's something else. The stenosis can be apportioned at the same time, and so it's 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 doing this. It's doing the job of multiple doctors thinking about individual things all at the same time. And that's really what makes it a great breakthrough is that it's it's got this superhuman ability um, that still needs some human augmentation from time to time, but but it just becomes stronger and stronger the, the more we build on it and the better that we fine tune it. So RateFast knows exactly what this report could and should look like. But the reality is it's going to write you a report that tells you what you got. Because the reports are extremely fair when they're written. Um, the, like I said earlier in the podcast, the, the impairment system is somewhat broken when, when reports are created at the requests of certain stakeholders. Meaning that a report that's um, requested, uh, you know, maybe by a carrier um, could have a different consequence or outcome depending on how that doctor that's writing that report perceives the referral. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, will I get more referrals from this individual if I if I'm writing what I think is a favorable report? Um, and that's just the way that it is. And that's why, you know, when cases get litigated, you'll see two or three or four, you know, impairment reports, and they'll throw in a review from an impairment review service, you know, saying why it's right or why it's wrong. Right. Um, and, and that's really the problem of the system. And at the core of the problem is, is that no one really has the ability to create that report um, in full completeness. And no one has taken the time to inventory what's present and what's not present and to do it dispassionately, meaning that, look, we're here to serve um, the doctor and the injured worker and the employer and the attorneys and the judge ultimately to help to get this case resolved. Yeah. And so RateFast, as they say, doesn't have a dog, you know, in the fight, so to speak. Um <laughs> We're not hired. Yeah, yeah. We we don't do work to affect results. We do work to affect settlement. Um, And and I've gotten more and more business from insurance companies. They know that they have a junk report on their hands from a QME or a PTP, and they know they can't settle it. And they know that if they send it to RateFast, they can at least get a usable report that has a shot at settlement. And I just want to remind everyone that's listening, just because a QME writes a report does not mean that it's a good report. It does not mean that the outcomes are correct. Um, and it's no different than anyone else writing a report. There are errors, there are gaps, um, there are measurement issues um, that are ubiquitous through, through all of them. But um, being able to have insight into that and, and knowing how good the report is based on its own merit, that's valuable really for anybody um, at anywhere in the in the process in yeah. settling a comp claim. And, and I think it's really, really valuable to a judge mm-hmm. because like I said, they are not impairment experts, 
but they are the ones that have to read and approve the script of the story and make sure that it fits. And that's um, that's our ultimate audience. Yeah. And I mean, keeping the story straight, as as you were saying, that that's the whole thing. I mean, what the goal is to have one story that everybody can look at that that just proves that what they're looking at is an objective thing. You know, that 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 this is data that was taken, um, as much data as was possible to take. It's all there. Uh, we have it. We're looking at it. We agree upon it. Or maybe we don't agree, but the data is there for us to work off the fundamental thing that we need is there. So, um, so tell us about rate fast express, John, and how it helps settle cases and get injured workers, employers and insurance carriers, as well as doctors to move on with their lives. Yeah, that's a tall order um, for (laughs) for a, a service and an impairment rating to fulfill but the key of rate fast express it it has it has it has two pieces that are elemental for it the first is the doctor's natural report and again this is this is what the animal looks like out on the safari um this is you know how the animal runs or walks or eats um it's 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 the characteristics that are inherent to to the data set and how it's presented. But in RateFast Express, um, we need that piece. We need to know um, what the doctor has seen in his or her history and physical exam. But the second part of Express is that, that the doctor has done the exam as they want to do it and as complete as they can. Um, but RateFast Express also has something called a cover sheet. And the cover sheet is, think of it as um, suspenders and a belt at the same time. And it helps that doctor go through and think about some of the things that may or may not have been included naturally in their report. So for instance, we might say, um, what did the inspection look like? You know, were there any scars? Um, what's the range of motion like? Um, did you think about the strength? If yes, you know, were there any deficits? Was an x-ray done? Was there any arthritis? Um, were there, um, uh, you know, a- any other conditions that were available? Was a nerve study done? You know, these kind of things that help refocus the doctor in a very general way that allows them to think more completely and more like an expert when they're putting this report together. So now the rate fast algorithm has some of the basic um elements for its recipe. And maybe it didn't have, um, you know, 2% organic milk, but it got 1%, you know, and a quart of milk. So it, it got some of what it needed. And, and just enough that it could put together a rating that can hang together and be understood and give that meaningful narrative and a consistent impairment value for loss at the end of the day. And that is really um, the beauty of the rate fast express it takes the average doctor the ptp who does the majority of the work in california work comp turning out impairment ratings for the majority of injured workers that are not represented and not going through a complicated you know um qme process or ime process and it just helps them get through the process and the most um rewarding thing for rate fast and myself is when i hear we were able to use this report to get the case settled. 
Right. And my patient is so happy to be out of the system. And right. I'm happy that he or she got out of the system. This has been a nightmare. Yeah. And and giving those people an exit, <laughs> you know, giving an offering. Letting yeah. that data go free. Letting it run free, exactly. And moving on with their lives. And people think the insured, the, the injured worker needs to move on with their lives. And they actually, of course they do. But the doctor has to move on with their life. And the insurance adjuster who's been trying to adjust this claim for three or four years, they get to move on with their lives. And, and so years, everybody so gets to move on. Yeah. 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 So, John, um, we talked about how work comp impairment data is like a safari. We, mm-hmm. uh, we, we went over how, you know, we identify date essentially tagging the, the, the data, the way that you would an, an animal on a safari so that you can kind of, uh, uh, monitor it and make sure it's, it, it's released healthily back into the wild. We've talked about track it. That's right. Tracking. <laughs> it. Yeah. 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 We've talked about, uh, rehabilitating the data. We've talked about how to rehabilitate the data and how low of quality or low-fi you know, this data can be to be able to salvage it and to be able to turn it back into a good report. We talked about um, what a, a, a healthy wild, a, a healthy data set in the wild looks like and, and you know, how, how it looks against the RateFast patented algorithm. We've looked at mm-hmm. why RateFast reports are becoming the leader in the broken industry of impairment rating. And we've heard how RateFast helps and has helped, provenly, uh, uh, settle these cases so that workers and uh, work comp professionals, providers, adjusters, et cetera, can get back to their lives and, uh, and how that, that, you know, these, these, this data set running free can, can assist in that happening. So do you have any closing comments on our, as, as we're approaching the safe house of our safari now, John? <laughs> well, my, my comment in closing is this, is that tools like Rate Fast Express mm-hmm. are there to help settle claims. And, and when you can have a doctor do an exam that they're comfortable with and that they're familiar with and overlay that with a secondary system such as a cover sheet that they submit reports with um, to the rate fast algorithm, you're now making impairment rating accessible to the masses. Mm-hmm. You know, these people did not take, you know, 30 hours of, you know, CME to, you know, learn how to rate a back, you know, um, they do their normal exam, they get some help from rate fast, and they do the best job they can with the patient. And, and it's basically making impairment rating accessible, which is something that that I can't really say right now is, is possible, you know, throughout California. Um, we're growing, and we're, you know, we're, we're reaching more and more doctors and injured workers and touching more insurance companies every year. Right. Um, but there's still a lot of ground to cover. And Doctors don't like doing this. Um, like I said, they they feel beat up, um, abused by the process. They don't get paid enough. Um, you know, there, there's hundreds of reasons why they don't want to do it. And what we're trying to do is to give that a soft landing and let the doctors and the insurance companies and the patients know, look, there is an alternative. We can help you. We're not replacing your doctor because the rate fast report is your doctor's report. It's the history they took. And it's their medical determinations and findings. 
All Rate Fast is doing is helping organize that and put it into a usable context. And so in closing, that's really the last comment. You know, we don't want to beat people up. We want to pe- we want people to enjoy the the Savannah and the right. Safari. Right. <laughs> remember, remember yeah. what we said. If you're beating up doctors, it's on site. We're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. But um, yeah. We we make the impossible possible at Rate Fast. That we do, that we do, and we 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 bring this podcast to you every month to 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 give you more, so that if if you are a Rate Fast uh, user or Rate Fast customer, that that you can you can share it with your friends, and and we hope you do. And if you're not, we encourage you to try it out. So yeah, thank you again and for have confidence in the reports. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. So thank you again for the podcast, John, and we will talk to you next time. Till next time, see you, Corey. Thanks for listening. For more about workers' comp impairment reports, visit our blog at blog.rate-fast.com. And to try RateFast, the service which writes your work comp reports with you, visit rate-fast.com.